Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Thursday, October 19th, 2023, and today is our 228th devotional. And today we're looking at the man Eli, um, the man who put his family first and lived to regret it. Uh, we find his story just kind of woven in um, in amongst uh, Hannah's and Samuel's story there in 1 Samuel chapters 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, uh, on through there. So you see Eli there uh, in these stories. And one of the most famous things that Eli is known for is um, when Samuel comes to him in the middle of the night and uh, just keeps reappearing to him. And, and when he finally figures out that God is trying to talk to Samuel. Uh, here's his response. It's in 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 9. It says this, Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go, lie down, and it shall be, if he call thee, thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. And uh, maybe you know the story, maybe you don't, but uh, God had been trying to talk to Samuel, and Samuel would as a, a young child, uh, that's the way we envision him as a young child. He's, uh, we don't know how old he was. The Bible doesn't tell us, but uh, it just says he was a child. He didn't know the Lord at that time. Um, and being a servant in the tabernacle area, he would jump up and run in and see what what uh, Eli wanted. And Eli, being oblivious to what was going on, um, said, I didn't call for you. Go lie down. And so Samuel would go lie down and God would call him again, Samuel, Samuel. And uh, Samuel would jump up and go in and tell Eli, yeah, here I am. What do you need? And Eli would say, go lay down. I didn't call you. And this happened several times. And finally, Eli says, oh, I get it. God's trying to talk to him. Um, and so some things that you recognize about Eli. Uh, Eli was a man who was not very fast to recognize what God was doing. Um, he didn't recognize it with with Hannah. Uh, when she was there praying, he didn't understand what was going on. He wasn't very quick on the uptake, you might say. Uh, he was kind of an older man, and uh, he probably had stayed in his position longer than what he should have. And, and that's a warning to all of us. You know, the Bible gave clear instructions of when people were to serve and when they were to stop serving age-wise. And Eli was past that, but he was still serving. So, you know, who was going to enforce that? Well, God is the only one that could because nobody else was going to tell Eli to step down. But uh, he had become slow and he wasn't quick to recognize Hannah's prayer. He wasn't quick to recognize God was speaking to Samuel. Um, and in fact, when you find Samuel is given a prophecy, God tells him what he's getting ready to do to Eli. But God had already sent a prophet to Eli uh, back in, in uh, chapter 2. Uh, the end of chapter 2, you see that uh, Eli is warned, you know, because of what your your sons, Hophni and Phineas are doing, um, 
your family is going to be judged and judged very harshly. And there won't be a man to stand before the Lord. They'll be begging bread. They will be beggars. They will be uh, uh, lepers that they will not serve God. And it's his response is interesting. It's just, okay, well, if that's what seems right to God. And he goes right on about his business. He went and talked to his sons and he says, it's not a good thing that I hear coming from, from the people about you guys. You're, you're sinning against God. You ought not do that. And they didn't even listen to him because he didn't have the respect. If, if Eli would have stood up and said, this is sin, stop it. And we're going to deal with this. And you two are going to be taken out and stoned. What would that have done for Eli? What would that have done for his reputation from then on? Uh, we don't know. We're not given that insight. But I'm sure God would have honored him instead of cursed him. Uh, but Eli just did not turn from his sins. Uh, when Eli failed to turn from his sins, his family was cursed. Um, and we see kind of the results in the next few a uh, few chapters in chapters three and in chapter four, um, the Philistines start attacking. And when they first start attacking, there's quite a bit of a slaughter. About 4,000 men are killed. Um, I would think that the 4,000 families that had lost men there would have said, you know, if we wish that Eli would have done what he should have and that his two sons would have been punished instead of our family being punished. But that's not the way it works. Uh, oftentimes when you have a bad leader, everyone suffers under that bad leader. Uh, after the Philistines attacked the first time, the Israelites said, well, uh, it's because God is not in our midst. So they went and got the ark and they brought it out into the midst and they shouted. Uh, the Philistines realized what's going on and they decided to fight even harder. And so 30,000 men are killed, Hophni and Phinehas get killed, and the ark gets taken at that, that battle. And when somebody comes and tells um, Eli what has just taken place, uh, the Bible records that uh, he was sitting on a bench uh, at the entering in of the city or the uh, maybe at the tabernacle there. Uh, the city has already heard what's going on, and then he hears it. And he falls over backwards off of his uh, stool and breaks his neck and dies. And, and that's not the end of the story. Then his daughter-in-law, uh, Phineas's wife, goes into premature labor and has a son. She dies in the process. And she names this child Ichabod because the glory of God has departed. And, and so um, it, it just, uh, I, I have even... Uh, I think I've heard sermons from when I was a kid uh, talking about how that our nation ought to have Ichabod written over it because the glory has departed. Um, we have just continued on in our sin. But that being said, what can we learn from Eli? What can we learn from this whole process? Well, we need to put God first in all things. That's first and foremost, easy to see. In, in Matthew chapter 10, verse 37, it says this, he that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And the Bible goes on to tell us to, to take up our cross and follow him. Whatever God asks us to do, whether it's um, whatever cross that might be for you, bear it. Uh, God is worthy of that. 
uh, he deserves that honor and glory. We should do whatever he asks us to do. And most of the time that we have a problem, it's because we put something else in front of God. So uh, we need to learn to put God first in our lives. Second, uh, we should learn to repent early and often. Um, that was the whole uh, wording, the whole verbiage of the uh, prophets in the Old Testament uh, from Samuel all the way through. It was turn, repent, stop sinning, stop serving other gods. Uh, Jesus tells us in Luke chapter 13, verse 3, I tell you nay, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Um, if we don't learn how to repent, um, we cannot honor God. There's none of us that goes the right direction all the time. Uh, I, I tell Germans this oftentimes. When I go to the grocery store, I will inevitably pick the wrong lane to go, go down. If I can't pick the right lane at the grocery store, what makes me think that I can choose my own way and that be the right way. I need to follow what God tells me and read his word and put him first. That's how you find the right way there. So uh, one last thing that you get from this story, you see in chapters five and six, um, the ark is taken and God protects it. God um, brings it back. God knows how to take care of his honor and his glory. Um, he will, if we won't do it, he will do it and it will, it, it will get done, but we will miss out. And it will be very much like uh, what Mordecai told Esther. He says, if you don't stand up and you do what, what you're supposed to right now, um, God will deliver his people, but you and your house will die. And so um, we need to learn that God takes care of those that, that put him first. And uh, if we don't put him first, he'll still, he'll take care of his honor and glory. So uh, I hope that's a help to you and an encouragement to you to just do the right thing and do what's right and let God worry about the consequences there. So uh, don't be like Eli and just put it off and, okay, um, I'll go my own way and not repent. Uh, that, that's a dangerous dangerous way to go. So I hope that's a help and an encouragement. And until the next time, auf Wiedersehen.